This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! devil are you all welcome along to the first <laughs> it doesn't seem five minutes since we we're doing these before but the first of the january transfer window transfer shows it's that time of year when we all do this <laughs> because let's be honest with you by the end of this transfer window if we believe all the uh, the hype and the rumors and whatever you we will end up with 24 left backs but only a five-a-side team that we can put out because we'll be buying every defender going and selling every player that we've got signed to the books. 
that's what the transfer window is for Leicester City. Uh, good evening. Welcome along. And uh, this is where, if you're watching us, you can watch us. And if you're catching up and listening on podcasts, thank you so much for listening. Uh, here's where you can find us. On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Indeed. First of all, good evening to Jordan. Um, Liverpool fan, big up, mate. How the devil are you? Uh, can I just say with the comments, uh, because of what's been happening just recently, I think a few channels are going down this line now. To, you can what you can watch on whatever you want to watch YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter. If you want to comment, and we do want your comments, but if you want to comment, you do have to get onto YouTube, find the channel, and just press subscribe. It will probably say in the um, uh, when you try to post, it'll probably say you need to subscribe. It's just so that we can, you know, we don't get the morons with the silly links and, and comments and what have you. Uh, also, good evening to Ankit. How the devil are you, sir? Um, yeah, FA Cup weekend. How did you do last season, Ankit? <laughs> I've forgotten. I haven't. I haven't. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, it's time for the main event event of the evening. evening. 60 minutes of football fun and and banter with Chris Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to rumble. And here we go with Jim White of Lester Till I Die TV. It's Brad. Good evening, Brad. Uh, good evening, Chris. I'm not even going to attempt the voice of Jim White there. Um, yeah, it's just not, not going to happen. I don't want to get as on zero views within the first five minutes. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, he's, he's resigned from Sky now, hasn't he? I as he, I'll miss. Well, we'll get to play transfer bingo this week. This this window, then will I? So no, no. Um, oh my, he blues Anki. He says, "I knew it was coming." Um, got, got to respect the FA Cup champions after all. Those who I give it to you, well, you you did win the Champions League a few weeks after, so big up for you, uh, Jordan. Ankit, I send you my Caribou Cup reaction. All oh, right, okay, they're having a conversation with themselves. Ankit says, "Big up, Brad." Big up, matey. Yep. And before we start on the transfer news, um, it's been announced today the most valuable Premier League clubs uh, by their squad value. Uh, you can guess who number one is, you know. <laughs> they must have some dodos in there because they've got one player that's worth a billion, but apparently they are, their whole um, squad is only worth 892.89 million. But uh, Leicester uh, seventh, where they got the seventh, believe it or not, we don't make it in the top six of this either, with 464.22 million squad worth. Uh, Benkovic might be four million of that. I don't know. Uh, Everton apparently below us, and then three hundred ninety point three eight million. How oh, that's working for you? I don't think it is, is it? <laughs> it's not everything. Welcome along. That was one point six million on Damari Gray, but no, I'm saying about that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, he's, he's a wonderful signing when he scores a goal, mate. We should have kept him. <laughs> 
Yeah, good evening, Niall. Yeah, good evening, Niall. For those of you that are watching, uh, do not adjust your sets. We are playing home and away tonight. Um, I'm playing away, which I don't know what that says about me, but you know we've coordinated the shirts. You know, you you think that these programs are just thrown together, but you know, there's Brad and me for an hour this afternoon talking wardrobe and what we should wear. Um, but we've come. I'm up just with too lazy, and I'll just put this top on again. That's what really happened, folks. Sorry, that was a spoiler alert. I should have announced the time clock before the spoiler came up. <laughs> hey, mate. You get a, you get a uh, you get a new uh, city shirt for Christmas. You're going to wear it as much as possible. I would be disappointed if you didn't, sir. And I must admit, well, that is very true. I haven't, I haven't got that one. It's looking rather nice. Yeah, Julian Watts used to wear it. It's that long ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, actually in that, it's from that season. It is. So it is. It is. Uh, it didn't. It fits. It, it fits you better than it used to fit him. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I told oh, something about Captain Junior said he's was a tight fit. I was. I was <laughs> thinking that's more of the. Uh, that's more of the lenient ninety style of fitness regimes than it is to do with the tight fit, Julian. No, I, th I think there's one picture of him when he's walking out for the playoff final. I think it is, and he's got. Um, he's not got this shirt. He's got the shirt on before this, um, with the collar and everything, and and it looks about three sizes too big for him. They all did, to be fair. They all. Did. I mean, this is probably the size that you saw Hesky running around, and it always looked baggy on him. And I think, if I remember, I don't know if it was just the poorness of the BCL, but I'm pretty sure all the players had some issue with the collar here. And they yeah. actually had like a little slit in it. They actually tore yes. it. it yes, I think they did. Yes, um, that, that, was that was in Something the vault. Like that. <laughs> um, talking of Julian Watts, if you haven't watched this, it was a great laugh. It, we put it out Monday night. It was the first show of the new year, and it is so well worth a watch. And that it was a big fat quiz. Um, which was Julian Watts took on Steve Linux. Two ex-players went uh, on yeah. a history of football um, from last season, 2021. Not going to tell you who won. You've got to watch it. But also, one of those players recently discovered was an expert on women's football. Want to find out which one it is? Go on to Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. It is still there. And I have a new thing, Brad, here, that if we have a rumour that is absolutely stupid... You can ask me to play this. You know what, mate? I, I think we should have that. I think what we should have is I think what we should do, Chris. I think we should if we're gonna do we're gonna do this for all the transfer windows for the coming futures, I think we should have a counter in the top right hand corner. We should do a counter of stupid to believable. Maybe <laughs> score on that one and see which one comes out on top because this could get interesting over the next few oh. weeks. You, 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 you give me a score as we go through them, mate. Give me a score. But having said that, I don't need an excuse. I just love this. I don't need an excuse to play yeah. it. I you just can just play that. Give the score. It's fine. We can have, we yeah, can have that. I'll play that for 60 minutes on, on YouTube. Right. So we are going to jump in with the um, transfer window. So let me have a look that this should work, he says. Fingers crossed. Here we go. So... We're going to look at the transfer show. So we're going to have a look, first of all, at um, the outs. Sorry, the ins. Then we'll look at the outs. And if we've got time at the end, we'll look at the shake it all about. Boom, boom. Oh, sorry. New year, jokes are still as bad as last year. 
But um, this, this, this was on, on, on uh, the, the news today. Leicester City for Development Loans Manager, Guy Branson, suggested the club will be watching the upcoming Africa Cup of Nations for potential signings. Arsenal players such as Mohamed Elney are very good. During the upcoming Africa Cup of Nations, we'll be watching African footballers, especially Egyptian ones, he said. Now, I have nothing against this, um, but because of when the African Cup of Nations is played, do we not get to a point where we have too many African players? And I mean, that, that sounds awful, and I don't mean it in a, in, in a racist or anything like that, but you know, the more African players we get, that are good, the more we're going to lose <laughs> in the in you know in Januarys. Yeah, that's that's always a way to look at it that you'd lose more players going into it. But every squad has to deal with it. I mean, you know my opinions on in, internationals in general. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only time you know the actual main reason I've actually started to follow these these other tournaments more, and um, like the African Cup of Nations, keep a more of a firmer iron than I do when I'm normally on is because at least football goes on with you know they kind of get on with it I've always insisted that internationals would actually get a lot more attention uh, in a weird sort of way if you went oh great get to see England on the Thursday play against Italy uh, and I get well maybe not Italy that's bad memories but anyway England versus Slovenia because mm. that's what they always get in a group game no, no matter what yeah uh, on a Thursday and then I've got to see Leicester take on Man City, that's going to be interesting because, like you said, something that Leicester have been very good at, thankfully, is you then get to see, instead of maybe Chelsea and the 3,000 loanees, we get Chelsea and uh, actually we need a few of you to, 20 of you to stay back because the international break allows you to get time on the pitch and prove yourself. For me, it wouldn't bother me if we're signing someone of good enough talent. We've done it before. That's the reason we've got so many out, mate. We've, we've, we've yeah. happily well, done that's, it. That's I can say that's my worry. We've got three out. Um, Dakar, if his team had qualified, I can just sort of see. Well, well, Dakar put himself <laughs> out there, didn't he? Dakar put himself yeah. out as well. <laughs> <laughs> like the one thing we had going for us, and Dakar himself out. But again, I've always put the quality in reference to the clubs. I mean, Man, Man City and Man United sides alone, or however these bigger clubs have been affected. The fans come out and they whinge and they moan, saying, oh, but we'd lose this player if you did that. Well, guess what? What, However as high esteem you hold as quality as player X, Leicester hold their own version who they're missing, player X in the same bracket. Hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We lose yeah. indeedy. They're going, oh, we, we, we lose so-and-so. It's like, well, we've lost indeedy. He's a midfielder. Yes. Oh, well, we've yes. got that. Well, we've lost to Marty. So... You see yeah. what I mean? Every club's affected. It, just, it doesn't matter the actual quality of the player. It, it matters the importance of the club. So if we're getting that sort of calibre that's able to get called up for his nations, I'm all for it, mate. Fair, yeah. fair play. Well, at least we're getting a, a good, potentially good player on our, on our books. And, and if you're honest with you, you know, these African players are some of the best in the world now, you know, and uh, yeah. we have got them. My, my worry, I, I would just like it spread out a little bit more. So I think with, with the European players, of course, you we don't have the problem as such because the, the competition's in the summer, unless oh. you're the Bent FA and you decide to hold it in, in the middle of the season, but, allegedly. But uh, but you know what you mean. But anyway, let's get on. So we might, yeah. we might yeah. see a few more coming back in. Um, and we'll come on to that player in a second. Um, 
Here's the first one that's been linked with us. This was in the mail. Uh, yeah. and you know what I'm like with these names, so you're going to enjoy this. Dennis Zakaria. There are a number of Premier League clubs who have expressed an interest in Borussia Mönchengladbach's Switzerland midfielder, uh, Dennis Zakaria. 25-year-old is also being targeted by Liverpool, Arsenal, Aston Villa and Everton. Anything in this one, do you think, Brad? Yeah. Um, first of all, I think his name's pronounced Zachariah. Just to be an arsehole. He's up there with Bertrand, don't you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like, actually, no, listen to me, guys, because he thought Bertrand was French, you know, and it was Bertrand. <laughs> you know um, my pronunciations are rubbish, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant. It's great to watch you squirm as you go to say them. Um, but no, I actually don't think there's anything in this. It, uh, I did a bit of bit of extra research about him. Mm -hmm. Pretty much what you've got up on screen as well is 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 what it is, the position he plays. Um my biggest concern is I just don't 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 see it being a logical logical move. The position he predominantly plays, he's taking up the Indeedy role. And you can say what you like about Andini not being a true out-and-out -out central defensive midfielder if you think that, or whatever. Or you might say he's more... He's doing a job as a holding midfielder. That's what he's doing. I know he's actually infamously playing centre-back at the moment. Well, he's not anymore because he's away with his nation. But he's been playing centre-back for us this season. Um, we've just got too much. You know, we're, we're loaning out a Dennis Pratt who could potentially play there. I know it's not his strength in numbers. But the fact that we're loaning out a midfielder you know, we've got Samore who plays with in Ndidi's position. And if you're telling me he can't look at what they did against Liverpool when Samore filled in for Ndidi, so that's clearly a spot he plays. Uh, we've got Chowdhury, who just when he looks like he's out of the mix, gets himself back in again. I believe him and some, you know, uh, and Zachariah are not too distant in the age gap. So we've, mm -hmm. we've already got our third choice to fill in for Ndidi. I just don't see why we'd need to spend 20 or 25 plus million on a, on a 25 year old when we've got someone who someone will have to confirm Chowdhury's age for me, but he's got to be either 25 or younger Chowdhury. So we've already got someone doing that job, yeah. but why we would go out as a club and pay 25 million for it when we've seen a certain force transfer in the summer, costing us potentially making a certain signing that we'll get onto a permanent one. And having mm -hmm. to be a loan move, I don't think it's a, a move that Leicester just need to look at. The position he plays for Gladbach just tells me that we've got that depth covered. He doesn't offer too much in vers versatile from that role either. Uh, nothing really stands out. So it, for me, it's it's a bit weird to see a name like that linked with us when it's not a position we're actually lacking in depth and quality. Totally. And I've got to be honest with you, I mean, yes, we're probably, in fairness, we're probably going to be losing Mendy um, in the in the summer, but yeah. um, although he's not, he's not been linked with anybody at the moment, but you know, I think we we could well. He wants out. I don't think that's any. Secret. He's fourth choice, and the fact that I've just forgot him says it all. He was fourth choice. Is he going to come in? We're going to spend twenty five million on a fourth choice. No, yes. no, another yeah. further point. Isn't it? Yeah, and like, I mean, Hamza. I mean, you know. I've never been sure about Hamza. I always think there's a red card in him, but you know, now's the time for him to shine, isn't it? Really? Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. And it, it, it'd be it'd be almost anti-Leicester to sort of bring in someone to 
essentially become the third choice or for, for a temporary time, the second choice, I guess. But it'd be anti-Leicester to go and push out one of their own developed products to put him further down the pecking order. Mm. So, you know, unless you're talking, someone's going to tell me this guy's an absolute world beater and, and makes him DD look like, oh, I don't know, bloody Steve yeah. McManaman as a centre-back, yeah. I don't know, which would be completely yeah. odd and useless, then I don't see a reason to go for him. Maybe someone who's more avid follower of the German league will tell me differently, but looking mm. at the basis, his age and everything, the, the price that they're asking, it just doesn't sound like a player who's no. immediately going to challenge Indeed, in Samore, and we've got, like you said, we've got Chowdhury, and even for what's left of his contract, Mendy, if needs must. Yeah. Don't spend yeah. five minutes. I mean, I was watching Sky Sports earlier. I was, I was watching it online, and they, they do the transfer roundup, and it, they said no deals imminent at Leicester City. They do need a centre back, but only on loan. And I'm guessing you've got to think that. Our owners have probably been really badly hit by um, COVID more than the oil, you know, the, the owners that are interested in oil because of the fact that they're into sort of duty-free in the holiday sector. So we don't think we've got the money there. Like you said, we'll come on to him later, but there's a loan signing. We may need to find money to to, to, to purchase. And yeah. Again, another headline, and it's in the Mercury, and you take this with a pinch of salt if you want to. Leicester City sent a strong astronomical transfer warning of stability of club questioned. I won't say it, 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 which player, because you may well again be talking about him later, but it's £40 million, and you know, the, 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 it was a German newspaper, and it was saying, you know, at the moment, Leicester are as good sometimes as they are bad. Uh, and have we got the finance to to support this? So I think it's going to be a very quiet transfer window overall. Yeah, I think if we're going to score this one, this is the this transfer for me mm. makes absolutely no sense, and it's just getting a bin. It is. I think. I, what, I, I I think unfortunately Leicester are becoming a side that's easy to market a transfer out of nowhere. They've looked at Leicester. All you have to do to be a journalist and put a rumour together for Leicester, it seems to be, is go, where's the good positions? Where's yeah. the injuries? Let's scan the transfer market for about a £20 million player and link him with Leicester because they like to pay good money, uh, mm. well, decent, cheap money for a, for a talent that potentially, you know, could become world-class. Yeah. I think you know, because we've done such shrewd business, I think it's easier for a media to print. They just go, who's valued at about 20 million in the market? Who's still young enough? Who's fairly young because they like they, they have a youthful squad throughout? And who's not really caught the eye yet, but potentially could do if he went yeah. there? This guy, yeah. okay, we'll, we'll, we'll link him with Leicester, yeah. which is a great credit to, to Leicester, but it might get you a few stinkers along the way. Um, yeah. And we've had a few of those, haven't we? I mean, Terry makes the point there. Hi, Terry, how are you? Happy New Year. All I know is Alex Ferguson refused to buy in the January window. He reckons the season's over before the play gets accustomed. We do know, and it is a good point that that Terry makes there, but we do know that any players you get in the January window, they're normally not players that you want. They are players that you need 
if you like, yeah. you know. And yeah. we know, for example, when um, Newcastle go knocking on the door of, of whatever club they want, that they'll be they'll be adding a couple of million on because they know it's Newcastle, they know they've got it, and oops, and I've just knocked my thing over, and they know that they, uh, you know, they're desperate to get the players in. Um, yeah. Do you think, though, sometimes it is kind of like fan pressure, or it's a window, we've got to sign somebody. If we don't sign somebody, it's a bad window, and then that's the blame for the rest of the yeah. season. I think the problem is as well, is sometimes when you say and sit here and go, oh, we have to sign a centre-back, I think it's just a case of that's not the like, the, the, like, the correct statement we're, we're actually meaning as fans. What we're meaning is we are low on centre-backs. We need to bring in a centre-back. But if we look at our centre-back option the way the club probably are, unless it's a, a very you know up-and-coming youngster that isn't already in our youth academy, I know we've got a few players on the list that we'll get to, but unless it's something like that that you're very, very, you've been watching for a long time and you're saying this this kid is worth spending what little money we've got in this transfer window on him, then you actually look at Leicester's situation. How are you going to go into a market very limited, prices are inflated for obvious reasons, unless it's someone who's handed in a transfer request so you're literally going for someone who sits and rocks away on the bench and they're not going to really bother about his price. But the majority of the price is inflated, a very tight window to do it within. Um, and Leicester realistically will look at their this, you know, because we're thinking we've got no defenders because they're on duty, they're injured, whatever. But realistically, what Leicester City are doing is going right, Benkovic, meh. Okay, I'm just saying that for the purpose of he's not in the squad. I don't mean any, just I'm just trying to sum it up how they look of it. Benkovic can't really do it, don't really want to call him in, he's not good enough. That's what the sign we're getting about Benkovic. Then they go, okay, so don't you, Evans, Bafana. Amate, he's quite good at doing that. We've got these other players here that I've got a lot more trust in right now. Realistically, you're asking somebody to potentially make a big move and pay the books. You've got so much to take into consideration. Leicester are only buying a player who's got then probably six weeks to make his mark of voice is going to find himself down the pecking order. So not only have you got to win that player, but you've got to convince that yeah. club to give him at a decent price that if he does drop down that yeah. pecking order, you can go and go, oh, well, we're 25 million on somebody that's going to come on every so often. Ain't too bad. And you're hard-pressed I to think, do that. I think, I think Sky summed it up when they said, we're going to get somebody on loan because whoever you sign, let's say we go and get Tarkovsky, for example. When he comes back, you've got so many defenders that you're not going to please them all. And Hang on, yeah, exactly. hang on one second. I'm just going to... Yeah, can I speak to Ryan Bennett, please? I just want to see if he's available. Thank you. Yeah, tell he asked him to bring me back. Yeah, it's left until I die. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> I believe he might still be available, so we can get Ryan Bennett in. Anyway, let's oh, let's move on. Ben, <laughs> let's move on. So, talking about defenders, um, foxes are interested in signing Ghanaian defender. Abdul Mumin, have I got that one right then, uh, Brad? From Portuguese side, uh, yeah, you can read it there. Although recent reports yeah. suggest Newcastle may be ahead of them in this 25-year-old. Again, I just want to put this one straight in the bin. And it's got nothing against the guy and what he's potentially doing. 
this is the window again where this just further proves that they've gone 20 to 25 year old centre back in. We'll link in with Leicester because we haven't got many rooms for them. He's half decent. He could do a job. They'll probably pay 25 million for it. That's what. Uh, because again, this is exactly like the first transfer. Yes, we're injured at the moment, but are we really going to spend whatever it may cost? Because we haven't really seen a price. And to be honest with you, you look at his league experience at 25. Two stints, well, no, one stint in Denmark where he started. He's had three clubs since, and I'm pretty sure the other club was in Denmark, and now he's in Portugal. It's 25 years of age. It ain't exactly the glitter in his CV. He's no disrespect yeah. to him as a club. I'm sure he's done wonders for the league that he's been playing in, and I'm not trying to discredit it too much, but if you're looking at a 25-year-old centre-back, you're not looking to be having to double-check the leagues at the countries that they've been playing in. He's 25. We don't need a 25-year-old, again, unless he's going to take the world by storm. Mm -hmm. Like People might turn around and say, yeah, but your players, Brad, that Leicester have done over the years, they're also only 20, 21 at a push. You know, we didn't sign for far for finals, a 27-year-old who hadn't barely played. I don't think we would do. But for finals, a 20-year-old, you damn right be trying to get that caliber in a scout in. And again, it's competition for places. If he was 20, I'd be like, okay, fair dues. Sonic has been looking a bit shaky. He might put pressure on yeah. there. Evans isn't going to be around forever. But we've still got more than enough in there. And for the options of what I'd for for A, what's coming up for us to, to look at and be for other options out there this is just a plain bland google search to link someone who yeah. could be a talent I, I have to admit i have to watch a few things of him to see what he's been like and look he might certainly newcastle side but we are not in that need we're not in need for yeah. a first team center back not for the longevity that he's going to want to come in and get He's not going to want to leave when, we're, when we're talking centre-backs, I think, to me, the whole thing is, if everybody was fit, even with the play, you know, that have gone off to the uh, to AFCON, if everybody was fit and available, we wouldn't even be talking about a centre-back. Exactly. Right exactly. And, people, yeah. and this is why I think I agree more with you on the low move. I think unless it's someone that's going to absolutely blow it out of the water and someone insists that we spend the money on it, you're not mm. going to see a centre-back be a permanent signing unless it's a very, very cheap one. Yeah. Uh, Terry says there, it's interesting when Leicester say they have no money, players are bought in on the drip uh, as Arsenal. It's more a case of buying against future potential increase in income. Um, this one, we, we, we were linked with him a while ago. Um, it's the sun, you take it with a pinch of salt, but they are still owned by the same people that own Sky Sports. So if you believe Sky Sports or you don't believe the sun, you know, wobble your head. But Newcastle are desperate to make Granger strike who Alfredo Morelia, him, <laughs> their first major signing this month, according to reports. However, Rafa Benitez, Everton and Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City, are also interested in recruiting him. Do we need another striker? We've got three when the Africa Cup of Nations isn't on. Yes, at the moment, again, you know, we've got nobody because Inacho's off in, in Africa, Vardy and, and Daka injured. But do we really need another striker? No, again, this is a three out of three, mate. Get it in the bin. This is a three nil to get in the bin for transfer rumours. Because this is, 
this isn't just that. This is, uh, oh, what would really get the goat up? What would maybe give, what can we do that could maybe just set up another article? Because this sounds like WWE script writing. What they're trying to do is make Rogers the face again for Celtic fans when they go, you know, and really annoy them by bringing him along and, 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 and you know, really rubbing Rangers up the wrong way by taking their best player and having voting to Scotland him. Because... Mm. Honestly, I just don't understand this. I'm not doubting his credit. And again, if he goes to a Villa with Gerard, if he goes yeah. to a Newcastle, maybe even a Brighton, I'm not sure his glamorous red card record is exactly what Mr. Potter would take at the house of, um, you know, the house of Brighton. But <laughs> that sort of club is probably needing a striker. I'm sure he could come to the parish and do a good job. But again, it's looking at the perspective and not the situation. Again, all they've done is gone Leicester strikers, injured, injured, away, away. They need a striker. Let's link it. Because he's always been in the way of a move. He's always been in the point there. He he has been in the past, Mr. Redcard. And if he was that good, yeah, if he was that good, would not Villa be in for him because with his with the you know his ex boss and they've they've not been sort of linked at all. So maybe that maybe it's another Benkovic type of thing. You know, you can be good in Scotland, yeah, it's, but it's just poor it's just poor press work. That's exactly what that is. It's oh yeah, yes, we know that. They know oh, they haven't got any strikers, but they're not looking at the picture of less don't necessarily need any strikers. They're just yeah. for a couple of weeks hitting a panic button. We've got Harvey yeah. Barnes. For Christ's sake, we've yeah. seen him play with her too. It's not been pretty or successful, but Leicester would rather do yeah. that or play an under 23 than go out again and spend 20 odd million on him. And the end mean, of the day, I know, I know, I know his brother back because he's, he's on a, a full year loan. Uh, whether George Hurst is the same or not, because he's, uh, I think he's knocking one or two in uh, in the lower divisions. But uh, now, this next one, Brad, I, I actually think. This is a sensible link, um, if, if you can have one, if you like. And this is Calvin Ramsey, because he's 18 years yeah. old, so he could be one for the future. Uh, he's, he's attracting um, from outside the UK, uh, Eintracht, Frankfurt and Bologna. Um, and he's obviously at Aberdeen, as it says there. And we watched him, allegedly, on Boxing Day in the 2-1 win. Um <laughs> Again, to me, now that's sensible because he's 18. And like you said, Evans is getting on a little bit. So we're going to be one down. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, we so I mentioned him earlier in my little sketch, sketch, sketch when I was going through the, the Leicester defence. Benkovic is probably, I say probably, I'd be absolutely baffled if that guy's not out the door come the summer. I'm assuming yeah. that's when his contract ends, if not whenever his contract comes to an end. Um, and this is somebody who's actually looked at somebody there's obviously, you know, in a, no smoke without fire. It's very strange to, to kind of be very specific that somebody from Leicester was there yeah. watching. That that tells you that Leicester probably genuinely looking at him. Um, they're obviously genuine interest. And this is the sort of player that I would say that the board would look at and go, he's 18. Aberdeen won, you know, I, I sorry, it is Aberdeen, isn't it? Well, I keep going with that one. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, it is Aberdeen, yeah. Aberdeen, I mean, there was a player that um, I think Everton signed, funny enough, which kind of states what their their 
obviously backing Rafa because they've let him do two bits of business. I think he, I think there was a player from Rangers went to Everton for 11 million and Aberdeen have been told by ex-players, as they do come out and say these things, that Aberdeen should hold out for the same similar sort of price. We know that means that we could probably shake this out for about eight or nine million, let's be honest, mm. if that's the case. And in terms of replacing one for the other, you're putting Benkovic out the team, letting him go, move on and talk to other clubs. If his contract's at that point, I don't know. Again, someone can confirm that for me. And we're bringing in an 18-year-old that will work with the first team, probably from the majority of this season, settling with the under-23s um, just to get a bit of game time more than anything. And yeah. it's one that you go, look, if he's if, if, if they're saying, if, if they're, you know, because we know the funding difference between is astronomical between England in, in most divisions, let alone just in the Premier League, than it is Scottish. But if they're saying that Everton paid 11 million from a guy from Rangers and somebody very highly thought after with his opinions in Scotland's come out and said that Aberdeen should be asking for the same sort of fee, I think if you can shape them for eight, eight million, it's a very good deal. One that doesn't have too much collateral if it doesn't turn out that he's all jazz, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely holds more credit for me, and I, I would put this in there uh, on the credibility shelf. Yes, the, the funny thing is, I have to pinch myself sometimes when I'm thinking, like, we are talking, and this is Leicester City we're talking about. That we're saying, oh, yeah, 11 million, eight or nine million, that's good value, you know. And we used to sort of, we, we, we had orgasm when we signed Mark Draper, our first million pound player, you know. It, uh, how, how times have changed. A point Hello, here, for, and I, I'm just going to go and hide under my table now because, um, Andrew says this why do we need a striker? We've got Perez. <laughs> I've never liked this, Andrew. Never liked this, Andrew. If I get mods in the chat, one. Can't have this silliness. He's obviously still drunk, delirious from New Year. No, do, do you think I should? Do you think I should um, uh, uh, block him? Do you think? <laughs> no, no, no. Can't have that. I'm joking, Andrew. I'm joking. The uh, next no, one coming for him. <laughs> the next one. Well, to be honest with you, I'm getting bored with it a little bit um, because it, it, every window it, it comes round. And here we go, Mr. Cortino. Leicester City are reportedly one of four Premier League clubs to speak to Coutinho representatives as the attacking midfielder looks for way out of Barcelona. Gerard's Villa and Conte Spurs also in linked. Uh, Conte has dismissed the interest. Um, and Newcastle apparently are, are the other one, uh, but Coutinho doesn't want to go and, and play in a relegation battle. Um, so maybe money doesn't mean everything. <sighs> How many more? I mean, if he's coming, let's go and get him. But to me, Brad, when I look at this, I'd love to have him. Don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody's silly enough to say, no, we don't, we wouldn't take him. The guy is a talent. We saw that at Liverpool. And if Brendan can get that back out of him, my worry is we don't have all those sort of big fishes in our little pool, do we? And I'm just worried that it will break up that band of brothers sort of effect that we have at the club. Oh, sorry, Chris. If you're wondering what I was just doing now, I was having a nice little nap because I'm sick of this rumour. I'm actually uh, sick. I'm bored to death of it. Is there any more like ex Liverpool players that we can get linked with? Because I'm sick of the same one. 
again, it's lazy journalism. They picked a high caliber player that he worked with that's still playing that it's clearly wanting out of his club. Let's link him to his ex manager. Oh, I know who's the who's the one that's really standing out in the press. Brandon Rogers at Leicester. So guess what we'll do for the next however years until he finally moves club. We'll link him with it. Don't want him at that club. Look, he's a talent. He can light the world, but he's got all the attitude in most aspects as Alexis Sanchez post-Arsenal and the last couple of season and a half at Arsenal, in my opinion. Um, it just doesn't seem like he's that too eager to get himself out there because I think if he was that if you were that desperate to leave a club, you'd say pay me pay me not even close to what he's getting paid at Barcelona because that's a stumbling block to start off with. He's never going to get through the door at, at Leicester. Three hundred twenty-five thousand yeah. a week. We ain't, we ain't paying that a week. There's not a chance. I mean, he'd have to yeah. cut that down to a hundred grand a week. First of all, he ain't going to do that. Second of all, if he was that desperate, if Bleeding Bolton Wanderers offered him a hundred and ten grand a week. He'd take, he should be wanting to take it. If he's that desperate to get out of Barcelona, he'd have been gone by now. I don't know whether he's that desperate or Barcelona are that desperate and the fact that they want him off the wage books. Well, he isn't obviously desperate enough to go out there and try and prove Barcelona and the critiques in the boardroom wrong, is he? Because he's just not... No. I mean, he had that one... Then, 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 like we said, we question his, questioning in his attitude... And quite exactly. rightly, you know, if he, if he doesn't want to go out there and, and play for a move, he's happy to sit there on his 325 grand. That is not a sort of player we want. Um, Honestly, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather get linked with Luis Suarez than this guy because I'm <laughs> sick of it every window. I'm sick of it every window. This is the biggest ridiculous... Every bad transfer that I don't think is plausible right now is getting called a Philip Coutinho. Yeah, Coutinho would be happy to play for Villa. Uh, Villa, oh, Villa, as well. Both teams, um, according to Sky Sports. And of course, you've got the, the thing is, you've got, you've got again, I suppose, you've got the links with Gerard, uh, with um, Brendan. You've now got the links with Gerard as well. Oh, I, I mean, think, I think this, I think this deserves our first. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's definitely a penguin <laughs> slapping around the back of the head if you printed that off. That's why they yeah, must have man. it saved in the file. They must yeah. have it saved in the file under desperate for transfers, Dink, open, Coutinho to Leicester. Look, if it happens, I'll be the first one to get out of bowl and, and lock it yeah. full of humble pie. But yeah, I'm just yeah. I mean, as I say, any, any club would want him. They'd be silly not to want him, but it's the wages, it's his attitude, you know, and, and that's what we've got to do. Just come up yeah. on Sky News. Uh, it looks like Cantwell is due to leave Norwich. Um, Newcastle and one other Premier League club have sounded out the possibility of being interested in the midfielder, Todd Cantwell. Uh, it doesn't say who the other club are. Again, not a position we really need, is it? No, it's not. It's just not you know, worthy of doing. Mm. Yeah, right. So uh, that's my out. So we're going to come to yours, yours, yours at the end. But sorry, ins, I should say. The only ones we know almost certainly, I think Mendy's going to go. Benkovic, if we get a decent offer, he's just not going to work, is he? For is whatever it is, even when even when we're short of defenders and he can't get in that team, that says how little faith Brendan has in him. 
and in fairness, he's the manager and we've got to go for it. Um, yeah. Andrew says here, Coutinho is just another Gareth Bale. Well, he'd be all right with the training thing and the, the, the golf course, isn't it? <laughs> um, but um, the one that we've been heavily been linked with going, well, I say heavily, that's probably a thing. It's 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 in the uh, it's in the, the Mercury. Uh, Chelsea interested in taking Fox's defender Ryan Bertrand back to Stamford Bridge to address their current injury issues. The 32-year-old has featured 11 times for Leicester since arriving on a free transfer in the summer, but just four times in the Premier League. I am so disappointed with this signing. I thought he was a great signing when we got him. We'd lost um, uh, Christian Fuchs. We'd lost Wes Morgan. So we'd lost that sort of experience. He had that. And in the opening games, you know, the pre-season games, I thought he looked brilliant. I thought, great. You know, this is going to be a good signing for us. It hasn't been. But we can't afford to let him go, can we? No, just be daft to let him go. I don't understand... It's not like he sat here. It's not like the bottom saying he hasn't played a, a kick, kicked a ball for Leicester or, and hasn't even like featured for the under-23s or something like that. He's always mm-hmm. found his opportunities. He's always... I mean, he was a free agent. He knew what he was asking for and what he was being told he'd get and what he got. He's probably got more time than he was expected due to some injuries. So what's he going to do? Sit on Chelsea's bench after a game because mm. someone will be back and then there'll be no injuries or he'll have a, an okay-ish game but then he'll get injured. At the end of the day, mm. he was he's here at Leicester to do exactly what he's been doing and because of injuries and because of the severity of our situation before, um, you know, he's doing exactly and playing exactly as much as I'd expected from him. It's yeah. not been the greatest, but it's certainly no reason to see him go less than six months into his time here. Agreed totally. And as I said, I think we <laughs> our situations at the moment, and I mean, if it's a silly offer, of course, we didn't spend anything on him, but we just can't afford to be letting any defenders go unless they're called Benkovic, of course. Yeah. We now come on to you. And that's why we've got all the question marks there, Brad. Um, those are the ones that I picked out from the, 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 the main sources, if you like. But I'm sure you've, you've said, well, yeah, I know you've got a few that, uh, that I've not mentioned. So um, this, this is Brad's bit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the area of strength where I realistically think Leicester need to actually delve into the market, probably on a more permanent basis. Um, there was. Um, the one that the, there's two areas of strength that I think we genuinely need to add numbers to. Take injuries aside, take everything aside, and actually look at break down the Leicester squad. Realistically, what we could use um, is a right back. Uh, you know, we need cover for that right back. Yes, Amati can do it, but ironically, I think he's actually done a better job as a centre back than he does as a right back. Uh, Castagne, obviously, and Ricardo have been interchanging between there, but. I think you need to have more secure cover because, you know, with these guys and their injuries and and, and, mm. and having players out or away on duties or whatever, we need to make sure we've got a bit more stable cover. Uh, so I haven't really given players much for because it's so difficult to do. But, I, I, you know, someone who can play down that side, um, maybe you need to also... 
make sure they're more of a defensive minded right right back and not a right wing back as such. Because I think you out and out play Castagne there and Ricardo tends to be a bit more advanced. It's nice to get that interchangeable right back. Um, I think we need, look, I love Michael Brighton and the fact that Lutman can also seemingly play on that side as well as the right is a bit advantageous. But as much as I like Mr. Reliable, Mr. Fox, Mr. Kevin, as um, Vardy likes to shout at him, <laughs> um, I think we need a more sturdier left wing back, uh, a left back, sorry, a left winger. So I say, I'll get there in the end, Chris. Get there. Yeah. A left winger position, which may like look at people going, well, why have you just shot down Cortino? Because it's ridiculous. It's never going to happen. The money's ridiculous. We won't pay his wage. But my point is, on the left wing, looking for somebody that maybe you could put under the Harvey Barnes and, and, and maybe, you know, you could have somebody like Albright and them take over that role, like Fuchs did with Thomas, and just take him under his wing uh, and, and then, you know, get someone young, vibrant, that's going to push Harvey Barnes so we can see them scrapping for that position. Uh, and maybe someone who's a bit interchangeable because right wing is obviously another step forward, most notably... Send Lutman back, pay the money, bring him in permanently because I really like Lutman. I think he's showing an extra class of quality, the fact that he can do it on both sides. Um, and then I kind of did a delve through and then a, a position that I picked that I think would be somewhere we need to strengthen, but not until the summer. And it's quite interesting that there's a rumour about it already. And I'm going to butcher his name. I know it's Charles D. Keter Larson. I want to say that's how you pronounce it. I'm probably butchering it. Well, you better get this pronunciation right after you pulled me up earlier, young man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, without seeing his name on the screen, I can't see it to pronounce it. But I think think it's, uh, yeah, it's Charles D. Keter Laren or or Lian. So apologies without having it Googled up to try and sound it out. But it's 20 Charles Keter yeah, I see what you mean. He was yeah. the one that, when I mentioned before, you know, about we being in a stable, unstable club. Um, yeah. And when we, that, that was the guy that the Mercury were linking him with. Yeah. Now, again, probably not the most credible of sources, but he's 20 years old. And people might say in the comments right now, Brad, you just butchered a couple of signings because they played centre back and blah, de blah, and we don't that. And you're thinking Tillemans, Madison. Uh, you know, indeed, it's more. How can you say you can, you want us to bring in a centre mid? Well, this one actually does make perfect sense, but it all depends. And I think there's a reason they're saying it's a summer move. Maybe sparks that Leicester are already eyeing up their next stage for potentially Tillemans going. Mm. Uh, I think we know that Tillemans is very happy here. He's clearly showing the effort we saw. I mean, I already said it, I think it was on Maisie's channel yesterday. I mean, you don't see a guy who's got just over 12 months left in his contract celebrating winning on a corner in a gritty 1-0 win against Liverpool if he's not happy. But I think we all know that we're holding our breath, hoping Leicester can get it together. And if we break into the top four in a late charge, maybe we can convince tournaments to sign a couple of years extra to stay around for a bit. But... If he's 20 years of age, I looked at his record. It's fairly good. He's played at all levels for Belgium. He played in the national 
uh, the Nations League as well at the, the first team level. He's got a few goals. Yeah, I think, you know, you're looking at Tillemans, KDH, Madison, you know, and then you think if we lose one of them, we get we get this, um, I'm going to call him Charles. Put Charles in there. Get old Charles in there. KDH, mm-hmm. Madison, it doesn't feel too bad if he's as good as what he's doing. He's played a lot for Club Bruges. Uh, he's exciting. He's played a lot of games considering he's 20. He's obviously got European experience being at Bruges this season. Uh, I believe they even got out their group. So he's going to gain more. This is one I, I wouldn't mind if we made it earlier, but I quick, see why the question. Just a quick question. What's he called again? Charles. <laughs> no, no, no. What's his full name again? Because I'm, I'm getting confused. <laughs> his name is again, and I'm sorry because I'd love to be able to see it. I should have kept it up and pronounced it. Um, his name I'm, is winding, I'm winding you up. Mate. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, doing a Mrs. Up. Brown. I'm doing a Mrs. Brown. I know you are, and that's nice. Um, <laughs> Charles Catalarian. Uh, that's what I'm going to pronounce it as. Catalarian. There you, you go. know me, mate. I, I can't. I can't argue with you at all. You know. Um, the other thing I'm going to. I mean, um, Scott said there. Um, if we bring Charles in, <laughs> does that mean Perez goes in the summer? I think Brad would like to say yes. yes. I mean, <laughs> oh, that might mean that. <laughs> No, you know, hold your arms down. Uh, Scott says here as well, uh, Brad, uh, wingers aren't the issue uh, for me, just swap Lugman and Barnes. Um, you need backup though, Scott. They're not the issue we're out and out. But if we can find, you know, I'm talking about someone like that 18-year-old, that Ramsey, who would be suited yeah. for the reasons coming in. If we can get someone who's suited for a price, it's worth it. Not too cared about the right side. I, I'd be happy with Lugman. I think we have to be careful, like I say, that, you know, if if you don't buy anybody like Spurs did one season and Poch got absolutely hung, drawn and quartered by it, but you've got to say, is there anybody out there that's affordable? And that's got to be the thing. We've got to think about money here that is affordable that we can bring in, right? It's fine saying all these names, left, right, centre, Cortina and all these, but... Are they affordable? Are, and then you're going to say, well, what's going to happen when we've got all our players fit? And it will happen hopefully one yeah. day. I mean, that 18-year-old, he comes in. Johnny Evans, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised. We are talking about this the other day. If he doesn't retire at the end of the season. Now, I know he's got a bit on his contract left, but we can see he's spending more time on the sick table than he is on the pitch. Not his fault, but, you know, time catches up with you. Um, and that 18-year-old could be brought in for, you know, next season, the season after. So we've got to be careful we're not just buying for the sake of it in a window yeah. when you don't get the best deals. Um, yeah, and, and, and again, people have to remember the occasion we're buying for. Again, it's all well and good saying Burnley are in trouble, Burnley are down the bottom, we should pay Tarkovsky the the A, they're probably still going to demand 50 million for him. It doesn't yeah. just change just because we're in the bottom. He's got a contract with them, so they have no reason to sell. They're not relegated because it's funny enough, it's January. So 
they're still a Premier League club. They're not going to want to get rid of the best players. We've seen, remember, well, funny enough, Evans, how did we get him? West Brom yeah. wouldn't sign him to Man City for 35. They went more stuffy then. Got, I think that was probably when they actually signed Nathan Ake, but I don't know. I can't remember. They got something, got someone else in. And then they went down there to West Brom. We went, here's that release clause. And they went, all right, he's yours. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I just, People can say that it's the occasion you're not spending 40 50 million on Tarkovsky, yeah. and he's gonna go, Yeah, I'll sit behind Soyuncu, Evans, Fafana, and yeah, and Marty, and be sat on the mm. bench with Daniel Marty as a centre back. No, I, I'm an England international, regardless of your opinions of him or where he's playing, he's an England international. He's gonna say, I need to be playing every week for my career. If you're spending fifty million, you need to be making that purchase for him to be in your starting eleven. Don't become yeah. a Nathan Ake if a Man City coming yeah. for you. You yeah. know, if Tarkovsky, if you're going to play the big books of Tarkovsky, he's going to want to make sure he's yeah. got a chance for Southgate to go. That strange fellow over there that keeps clearing the ball that doesn't play for Man U um, or Liverpool. What's his name? He's English. We'll have him. That seems how oh, Southgate sometimes does his team selections, yeah. but I wouldn't say anything. I mean, Scott says there, what about Berardi? But again, you know, if we sign Luckman, then yeah. we don't need Berardi, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And we've got to think as well, you know, we've got a huge academy. We've got, you know, we've seen Luke Thomas come through. We've seen uh, Kieran um, Dewsbury Hall come through. There's, there's, I think there's a thing on the on 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 the Mercury site the other night about uh, defenders who who could solve our you know young defenders who could solve our defensive crisis. Unfortunately, one of them that they named was Benkovic, but the other two are sort of you know. Well, they've been yeah. they've been sat on the you know there's been a couple sat on there and I can't think of the oh. names. Diante or somebody who was sat on the bench yeah. for for a few games because we're so short. Let's give let's give the youngsters because, like I say, we've got to be careful. We're not Man yeah. City, but then again, we're not Oldham Athletic, so no, very true. We can't but just go out and it's it not. It would be financially stupid because we're not going to get relegated. I don't care what you say, no matter how bad it gets this season, we are not one of the three worst teams in that division. So we're not going to go down. It's been a bad season, we know, with COVID illnesses and, and injuries. Let's get through this season, but let's not let's not spend money yeah. and risk our future. And we're certainly no Southampton that are gonna suddenly sell every player every player that's worth a bit of money like it's a boxing day sale. We're not gonna get <laughs> to the summer and suddenly lose five or six. I like the way Leicester do things. I have to you know I've I've always been a bit advocate and a lot of people say in a nice, in a nice but envious tone, they've always said about Leicester is the two things you like about Leicester is a their owners, which is obvious, you know, and b the way they do things with the youth players. I mean, you just named them there. There was Chilwell came from it. Harvey Barnes has been developed for it. Ch you know, Childer has come through it. We've got Vonte Taylor, yeah, Campbell. Uh, yes, we got Vonte from Arsenal, but we still incorporated a youth player, saw enough about him, and he has played for the first team. You know. We've got yeah. Maketeer who's came on and made his debut and got and got a seven rating for thirty seconds of football. But still, we won't blame the BBC for that one. That stuff's just Leicester fans enjoying seeing one of the grown through. We've also had that Nielsen on the bench. So again, yeah, you you may be hard pressed that Leicester doing business, but you shouldn't really moan when you we between us have probably listed eight youth team players that have come into our yeah. academy, developed within our academy, 
and features for the first team. Help one of them become, whether we like him or not, or your opinions on the side, he's a Champions League and England international. Ben Chilwell. He cost us no. He cost us nothing but wages. And we got 50 million for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm more than happy with how things are for certain positions with our depth to give them a chance. Far we're better than I want to do We do want success and we want success yesterday. It, and the more success you get, the more your expectations build. And we've said this with, you know, that I think we're, we're, that's what we're struggling with this season is the fact that we've done so well for the you know last couple of seasons. But every now and again, a season comes along that kicks you in the teeth and throwing money at the problem does not help the overall structure of the club, you know. Uh, and I think I would be surprised... I, don't, I mean, apart from those that we want to go, so maybe Mendy will go, or by the time he gets back, maybe the, the transfer window will be over. I can see Benkovic, uh, he's, he's, you know, we should just forget about him, whatever, whatever he's not in. And we should trust Brendan in that, that he doesn't think he's good enough to play for us. Uh, and I can just see, like you say, a loan deal coming in, because that's, you know, <laughs> what, what we need, you know, now whether, you know, we, we raid Chelsea, we go abroad for that, who knows, you know, but it, you've got to think of the overall and don't just say, well, you know, we've got to buy because it's the window, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, like I know. said, from them, them list of players that you've put up for, for today to go through for this week, that 18-year-old yeah. is literally the only one that seems to have any smoke of Real interest behind the actual room as well because it's like I said, you, you're very bold or stupid to lie about saying it was a Leicester person watching that game. They would have had to have found that out that somebody was at Aberdeen watching from Leicester that that that, yeah. that game or something. You'd you'd assume because if not, it's clever but lazy journalism they've done there. But I, that one's got the most promise behind it, and it is someone I'd like to see come in especially if you can get them in cheap. Definitely. Uh, like you say, we, you've, you've got to... I, I just think yeah. with us, you know, with the cut, as much as I said before, as much as I'd love to see Coutinho in a, a Leicester shirt, you know, all those years ago, I would have loved to have seen Johan Cruyff in a Leicester shirt. But you've got to think, you know, we, we, we're listing all these players, but... We don't know whether, you know, you've got to think, will this fit into the style of play that Brendan wants? And we, we, we as fans, I think, sometimes think that's a good name. We should buy him because we know him and he's a good name and what have you. But he may not be in sort of, you know, in, in Brendan's plans of how he wants to play. And I'm sure he's got one. <laughs> plan A and plan B and what have you. He, that, that player may not actually suit that style. Yeah, and we've said that about players that have left this club. It's, mm. it's completely the same. I will give you the biggest advance, uh, uh, example. One player, and it, in a way, I love to hear great things about him, but at the same time, I am sick of fans that get real smug for some weird reason about bringing him up. Andre Kramerich. Kramerich. Yeah. Right? Came to Leicester, didn't work out, didn't seem to get his way in the door. For whatever reason, I was a fan of him, wanted to see more of him. Yeah, didn't he was sold? Fair dues. But people always mention every time the strikers go on, oh, maybe we should have kept Kramerich. No, right? Because these people just all they do is they go, Kramerich, 
oh, he's got 12 goals in 17 games. Pamerich, you should get No, German League football, completely different. Get it into your head. Take take the perspective. The same words you do that you need to do with the transfer window is look at the perspective of what Leicester are buying for. Look at it when it comes to other players because it's all well and good. Like you said, these players that we're linked with, I've never actually turned around and said no good for the Premiership. I've just said they're not as urgent to Leicester as what we need and there's no reason they can't go to a Premier League club and not be brilliant. Of course, Tina could go to Newcastle on 300 grand a week and score 14 goals and do a Tevez at West Ham and keep them up. I can say that because this is a Premier League channel and no Sheffield United fans are coming here to score me for making a Tevez mark. <laughs> but my point still stands. That's brilliant. Newcastle need that. We don't really need that. We've got a very good uh, silver fox in Jamie Vardy and we've got a very young, inspiring uh, Patson Dakar and any outro. We're, we're fine in that department to find the goals. I know people say Coutinho is a winger, Brad. He's an attacking nature. We've got Barnes, we've got Lutman. We've got more than enough there for that. We don't need him. We certainly don't need a 300 grand a week player. I've seen two mm. of them, both at Arsenal. I've seen three of them at Arsenal and see what they've done. Sanchez fell off a cliff, Ozil buggered off, and a Pamian can't wait to get out. Yes. Don't pay your ball 300 grand a week. Don't do it, kids. It is exactly true. It is exactly true. As always, Brad, thank you for your insight and for popping on. No doubt we'll do this again next week. Um, yeah. We, let's see if we've got if we've signed anybody, see if we're linked with anybody. In yeah. the meantime, um, Saturday night is all right for fighting. Quarter to six-ish, yeah. six o'clock, post-Watford FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Now them injuries and all them missing players have just hit me all at once. And I'm thinking the FA Cup defence can't start by getting knocked out in the third round. It needs to get off the ground. <laughs> well, I just, if, if we're going to get knocked out, I just hope there's a bigger surprise. You know, yeah. But if there's a bit, there's a bit, let's say Man United get knocked out, then we won't even make the news. Do you know what I mean? So, I just well, hope... I think unfortunately you'll find that we'll, we'll make the news no matter what. I mean, I think. Man, unless Manchester United were to put out a full strength eleven and get beat by Mansfield Town in the cup, I think you'd be still hard pressed of not getting told that the FA Cup champions are out, regardless, because they like to make a spectacle of it. And it, it's funny how when it's a team like Leicester that lifts it up, it's oh look at that Leicester, where's champions ever? Because they got knocked out by Watford in the third round. I can see it now. It'd be something ridiculous like that, and be like, oh, what? Well, we're the mm. worst champions. We're not the first. FA Cup defenders to get past the third round or something, but hey, hi, let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope we're still the defending champions and still holding yeah. on to it for another round. I tell you what, I don't know if anybody again, if anybody's not watched it yet, first show was last night, and it, again, it's on the YouTube channel, Leicester Till I Die TV. Um, and it was foxes across the pond, and I was uh, talking to an American fox and a Canadian fox. And they've obviously, and you understand, they've not been following Leicester as long as, as, as we have. And uh, they were saying, like, well, you know, you, like, we always seem to shoot ourselves in the foot. I said, that's Leicester. Welcome to the world of supporting Leicester. <laughs> you know, but anyway, Brad, thank you so much for that. And uh, I, will, I will see you Saturday night. Wear a white rose so I recognise you. <laughs> and happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year to you. Yeah, I just made it for the next one, Chris. Get it three one. We'll, we'll, 
We'll do a score counter. We'll wait. We'll get. We'll make that a thing. We will make a. Yeah. We'll make a thing out of the score counter to solve. We will. We'll, in fact, I can probably. We can probably do one that goes across the bottom. <laughs> but uh, getting the Man United versus potential FC. That's what we've got. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. All the best, mate. And I'll see you on Saturday night. Stay safe. Yeah. Cheers, bud. Thanks to Brad there for that. He's in his bringing his knowledge um, to the channel. Um, sloppy seconds, indeed. Sloppy seconds coming up in less than an hour. Nine o'clock, it is the Big Fat Football Quizzes back. Uh, we've got a top 12. This is team number 13 to come and have a go. And it's Newcastle. Why are you the lads? Newcastle and John Sinclair. He'll be with us at nine o'clock, uh, pitting his wits against um, Craig's questions. A uh, couple of shows, like I say, to catch up on. Please go back and have a look at this. It, it, it is quite a laugh. Julian versus Steve, ex-players battling it out. And as I say, the um, Foxes Across the Pond show as well. It's going to be a long, it's going to be a long four weeks till the end of the transfer window, methinks. But at least I get to play this. I make no apologies. Okay, <laughs> I'll see you back at nine o'clock. If you listen to it on the podcast, thank you so much. 15, nearly 15,500 plays in a month in a year. Unbelievable, guys. Thank you for your support on the podcast. If you're listening and thank you for watching, please subscribe. A lot of these shows are going to be subscription only eventually. So please subscribe to the channel, it's free of charge and it shows great support. Take care. Uh, I will see you 52 minutes, I think it is, or ish. See you in a bit. Thanks for watching Letter Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in?
Uh, participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.